Hello, 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 oil checkers, and welcome back. Yeah. It's 2020. We're living in the future, and a big happy new year. Yeah, happy new year to everyone. We've been away for a few weeks. Yeah. I bet you there's people out there who've been committing suicide and everything. There's a few of our regular listeners that will be will have been disappointed. Absolutely left devastated. Absolutely devastated. But we are back. Yeah. So it's been Christmas, it's been New Year. We've had a fucking wee bit of time off. Yeah. But we are back and we are ready to take this MMA world by the fucking bollocks. Yeah. And finger its arsehole something fucking chronic. Indeed, we've got a big, big weekend coming up. We have oh, 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 oh the biggest well I have been getting progressively more turned on yeah. by this weekend the more it's been fucking going on and um, yeah I've got a massive massive fight boner yeah however before that as always yeah the oil check is sponsored by Top Gun Tattooing of the Harris Arcade in Reading um, their telephone number is 0189-968-667 and their website is topguntattoo.co.uk and as always our loyal listeners of the oil check can get themselves a discount off the cost of their tattoo from the award winning Top Gun Tattooing in Reading. Tell us how. Well, I, I was just about to, John. So all you need to do yeah. in order to receive this fantastic discount is you need to contact Zach, who is one of the tattooists uh, from Top Gun Tattooing, and whether you contact him by phone on Audible 1899686667 or preferably in person at the studio at number 12, the Harris Arcade in Reading, and you say, hi, Zach, can I stick my finger in your arsehole? And if you offer to stick your finger in Zach's arsehole, he will provide you with a massive discount off your tattoo from Top Gun Tattooing, the main sponsors of the Oil Check. And as always, we at the Oil Check can be contacted by telephone or text on 07510-954793. You can email us on theoilcheck at hotmail.com and all forms of social media at The Oil Check. That's Instagram and Twitter at The Oil Check and our Facebook page, The Oil Check. So like the pages, follow us on social media and call us a pair of cunts. Yep, share the fuck out of everything we post. Exactly. Get in touch, interact with us, and give you shout outs, tell us what we should be looking at. Exactly, exactly. We so, have a funny story. That is what is going on. So, shout outs. Yeah. So, first shout out is to Chris Scadden, one of our loyal listeners who's had a shout out before. Yeah. Now, I'm a bit disappointed. Why? Well, just before Christmas, he tagged us and he called us a pair of daft cunts. Yeah. I don't think we're daft. We're not daft. Daft. That's <laughs> not <like> you. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Daft. Exactly. Daft. 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 We're not daft. We're fairly intelligent cunts. I'll have you know. Yeah. Anyway, Scadden, you fucking cunt, obviously. Um, yeah, please rectify that and call us mildly intelligent cunts in the future. He... But cunts we are. Yeah, he wants to see us to do video. He does indeed. Well, uh, he's very, obviously yeah. a fucking glutton for punishment. Mm -hmm. So we are still looking into that. Yeah. And you as the technical genius, Joe. Yeah, I've done nothing. But yeah, I will I'll look not. into it over the next few of weeks. Of course not. 
and um, and the stepfather Alistair he's yeah. in hospital today yeah. he's getting the other fucking uh, thing done on his arm yeah. so he's going to have more scars and it's going to ruin his sex life so he's going in, going in for an operation basically got to like attach a fucking artery to a vein or something it's about for, for kidney damage he had one done on the other one, other arm for yeah, a while, didn't, didn't, didn't take oh, by right, all so. accounts so anyway he's got to go into hospital today and they're, like, they're going to give him like it's done when you're awake yeah. but obviously um, it's they need to give you local anaesthetic but what they're doing is it's like the equivalent of having an epidural yeah. but from like your shoulder down so he's about to go and get his arm frozen and then have this all this shit done so yeah uh, big well, shout out to by the time he's listening to this he'll be convalescing well exactly he can enjoy himself this will probably be so he's in hospital right now as we speak I just literally spoke to me mother about a, a, a couple of hours ago I saw a picture on Facebook he posted just in, within the last hour as well yeah so a little, a little star on his arm where he's exactly going. so he will be um, listening to this hopefully tomorrow if you pull your fucking finger out and get it uploaded yeah and um, so uh, big shout out to Alistair hope you get well soon and obviously you're a cunt um, so I've just, look, rushed ahead. Yeah. It, it, as always, it's me, yeah. Andy Sledge, your absolute diamond of a host of the Oil Check, and this is number the Oil Check number thirty-eight. Thirty-eight, blimey! The Happy New Year podcast. <laughs> well, I'm mildly happy, and it's the fourteenth. It's two weeks. Yeah, we've taken a couple of weeks to get our fucking thing out. And as always, it is my co-host, producer, yeah. technical wizard, oh, yeah. professional comedian, hospital aficionado, and cunt, yeah. Mr. Joe Pennick. Hello. Yes. So, go on. <sighs> I mean, I... Bra brace yourself. I'm, well, there, hold on. Strap yourself strap in. Strap yourself in. Here we go. So, I mean, obviously, with a sense of foreboding mm. that is, um, you know very similar to potentially what people experience before they attach a hose pipe to the exhaust and stick it through the window and start revving their engine in a garage after a bottle of vodka and some sleeping tablets yeah yeah joe yeah what have you been up to in the three weeks since the last oil check very little no i don't believe you <laughs> i don't believe you you lying cunt it's been christmas yeah. and new year come on what three weeks mate yeah what you been doing at christmas right um, what did you do for christmas did you go away or did you stay here very little i was at home for christmas just a, a nice quiet christmas with the wife yeah uh did very little saw the what family did you buy her? not a lot we don't really do christmas she probably deserved it yeah <laughs> she, she got what she deserved she got what she deserved <laughs> we don't Fuck all. we don't really do christmas so yeah. just a few little token gifts uh saw a bit of family christmas day yeah uh, cousins and uncles and aunties and that um what round yours or did you go around the auntie's house in reading oh. so i just went around for an hour did you go down to the because you, well, your mum and dad live in fucking down in the sticks don't they yeah hailing island yeah they were up they were up so yeah i saw them christmas day um, and then her mum and dad live fucking so yeah so my wife's mum lives in plymouth so we yeah. went down there for new year all right but again we did very little we didn't do much I was in bed by 10 i think ah, new so. yeah had a few beers that was about it really yeah very very boring very quiet um since then been doing loads of work got fucking shit loads on at the moment yeah yeah very busy That's very unlike you i know 
Oh, no. Must be like a shock to the system. It is. You're not used well, like to it. getting up and going to the others. Yeah. I mean, you are sitting there with a fairly scruffy-looking bit of uh, beard going on. Yeah. So I mean, like when you see you doing a lot of work, busy to shave. You've been doing a lot of work. You haven't <laughs> cleaned yourself up in any way. No. You look like you barely showered. You look like a homeless bum. Yeah. Thanks. I basically am. At You're the welcome. Yeah. Oh, if I'm just doing work, I don't need to see anyone, so I can, you know, burrow myself away at home, do yeah. a bit of work, not talk to anyone. Uh, get on with what I need to do so yeah that's about it really very very boring any training nope you rubbish you are lazy not been for fucking ages yeah I'll keep saying I'll go back next week go back next week mm. hopefully I'll have a bit of more free time next week so I'll uh, hopefully go back yeah and uh, get back into the swing of things well what about you um a lot of TV yeah yeah, transvestites. Yeah, well, of course. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, and television. Yeah. But predominantly television whilst uh, banging trannies. Right. Okay. Well, but no, um, so I've uh, been training a lot. Yeah. Um, so I, obviously, as, as announced, uh, I think it was last time or the time before, I have signed up to this uh, white collar stroke unlicensed sort of boxing event yeah uh, boxing for veterans in Bracknell at the end of March so we currently are about 10 weeks away from fight night and um, it's getting sort of obviously it's getting a little bit real now in my head I'm like I'm sort of you know half of me's like quite excited and the other half of me's like what the fuck am I doing yeah you stupid fat fucking crippled old cunt um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I very much doubt That's there's good. anybody. You've got, to, you've got to use the fear. Well, exactly. I very much doubt there's anybody going to be boxing who has fucking one leg that doesn't work, like my dodgy knee, um, and uh, is also a ridiculous fat fuck, like myself. However, I'm on a diet. Yeah. Yeah, you were going to quit sugar for New Year, weren't you? Boom. Yeah. Right there. Not had any. No. No, in 14 days, not had any sugar. So the only carbs that I've had in the last 14 days have been rice yeah. and a fruit. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I did what I said I was going to do, and I'm quite proud of myself. Yeah. So I've lost five kilos since New So New Year's Day weighed myself, which was exactly two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, New Year's Day weighed myself 121 kilos. Yeah. This morning... 116. Nice. Boom! I'll see if I can dub in a, a round of applause. Ready? So, um, well done, mate. Yeah, so five kilos down. Um, another potentially at least, I want at least 11 to go. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, 10 weeks, and I want to lose 11 kilos in the next 10 weeks. Yeah. So, train hard do that yeah. yeah train hard there is no reason why you know that's like say two pound a week yeah you know what i mean there's no, steady yeah no there's no reason there two two three, between two and two and a half three pound a week maybe there's absolutely no reason why i shouldn't be able to do it um, like i say all i've got to do is just keep off the sugar and keep the training so um was boxing a bit um you know as much as i could as much as i could um they technically um they shut the boxing gym down like uh, 
like four or five days before Christmas and then didn't reopen it till the new year but during that time they were open during the day like every other day so if you were if you had a fight coming up or you're a monthly member you could go down during the day so that's what we did and um, so that was good like I say the diet has started and I've been really really good and really really strict and um, went to Went to see Theo Vaughn yeah. the other day. I saw that. Which yeah. was funny. So me and my nipper went down to London. It yeah. was rescheduled. So we originally bought the tickets that were supposed to be in September last year, but the the, the gig got rescheduled because he had like a um, like a like a film role or something like that that he had to do. Yeah. And there was a few people there that I knew. So uh, Mike Williams. Yeah. Uh, Michael Williams. So uh, we went for something. Went for like a drink. He had something. We we went for a drink beforehand with Mike. Uh, and his brother, and um, so Mike's a, another judge of uh, UK MMA. Yeah. Um, so he's been around the scene for a long, long time, old school. Um, so yeah, good to have a catch up with him and, and have a banter and cut a few people off. That was uh, <laughs> quite exciting. And then guess who I bumped into at the gig? I know who you bumped into. It was so Jack photo. Shaw. Yeah. So yeah, Jack Shaw, UFC fighter. Hashtag Jack Shaw's on fire. Um, so yeah, I am. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I've met Jack a, a couple of times, but like, I don't know him, know him, it's hardly pals. Like, I know his dad quite well. Yeah. Like, I emceed, you know, when his dad was fighting fucking 10 years ago, I used to emcee him and stuff like that. And obviously, uh, Shaky, um, there was a lot of, uh, he was coaching a lot of fighters that were on Cage Warriors and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, so I know his dad quite well, but it was nice. So, me and my nip, I got a picture with him. And uh, yeah, that was good. Nice one. So, um, yeah. So, oh, what, what, I tell you what, what haven't I watched? So, did I talk about Snowfall last time? Yes. Okay, so. Is, you're on the second series now, aren't you? Yeah, I'm on yeah. the third. Is there a Done third? the third. Oh, Done yeah. the third. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. And one thing I found out. So, by watching Black Mirror. Yeah. 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 The kid who's in, like, the main kid in Snowfall. Yeah. Is English. Like, no, the actor. No. But like I didn't like you know normally well, you saw him on a Black Mirror, did you? Yeah, like you know normally when like there's an English actor plays a yank. Yeah. Like and you hear them speak, you're like that's the wankiest yank accent ever, mm-hmm. and we can tell that you're uh, purely English. Like that fucking you know in Homeland that Damien fucking what do you call him the ginger cunt? Yeah. He Damien Lewis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he plays an American. Sounds like yeah. it sounds like an English dude with a yank accent. Yeah. You've got fucking matey boy who's in fucking Walking Dead. Coral, Coral. Yeah, he's fucking. Anyway, Andy Lincoln. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I'm three seasons deep. Yeah. In fucking uh, Snowfall, I'm like, that's brilliant, that's fucking brilliant. And then the fucking actor, who fucking was the main dude in Snowfall, was on this episode of Black Mirror, where he's like um, the gaming one you watched, didn't you? Well, that, we're going to come on to that in a second. That's the weird one. We're going to come on to that in a second. Which one was he on then? He was on the one. I've seen all the Black Mirrors. He was on the one where the taxi driver, the Uber driver, picks him up and takes him hostage. Yeah. So he's Andrew got, Scott was the taxi driver. Yeah. 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 Who, who, who is like the Irish fucking yeah. dude who played Moriarty yeah, and Sherlock. Sherlock yeah. Who I think looks like Graham Boylan from Cage Royale. He does a little bit. Yes. Yeah. It's the eyes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's Irish. Oh, and he's like, there's the bit, there's the bit in fucking Sherlock where he goes, "I will burn you," and I'm like, that's pretty scary, like Graham. Yeah, 
Graham's a nice dude, but yeah, obviously has a, a, a sight done. So that was a pretty pretty shit anyway, episode of Black Mirror, actually. It was, it was, it was pretty. Well, I, know, I know the guy you mean, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's the black dude. He works was, for the he works Facebook for the social sort of media, yeah. the, the equivalent of Facebook. Yeah. The Uber driver picks him up, and it's all about the fucking his dead fucking wife or daughter. I can't even remember. It was shit. Yeah. Anyway, so. That was how I found out that the dude was English. And right. then, obviously, so I've Googled him and had a look on IMDB and all that. He's from like fucking South London. So um, that was that. Now, let me just fucking scratch that out. So, you've seen Black Mirror then, obviously. I've seen all of them. Black I Mirror. Know you saw that one recently, haven't you? Fuck me. Right, so I watched a lot of the Black Mirrors like a year ago, maybe even two years ago. Yeah. And then it's like just one of them ones where I'll catch up with it. And then the new series came out. Yeah. And then I put that one on Striking Vipers. Mm-hmm. It's been out a while, because I saw it yeah. at least six months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been, it's it's been the out most, for a while. Uh, well, because I tried, I tried, because there's that black mirror, which is supposed to be the interactive one. That shit. For, it doesn't work on my fucking fire stick for some reason. That's because you're, yeah, you're watching it on a illegal eye. No, 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 I've totally got a proper oh. Netflix, but for whatever reason, because it's coming on my fire stick. Yeah, you can't it, choose the options. Whatever, yeah, it wouldn't work. I tried watching it and it went, your device is not compatible with this. And I was like, oh, fuck it, all right. I mean, that was, it was a nice idea, but it wasn't, it wasn't an eye episode. Okay. So I thought, oh, there's a few others there. And I was fucking, you know, obviously over Christmas, you got a lot of fucking time on your hands. You're like, that. Oh, I might as well fucking watch that. So, like, the thing was, right, is I put it on, right, and then it got 15 minutes in, and then, like, something happened, and I had to go out, or whatever, I can't remember, but, like, it was, like, so, like, so that, you know, spoiler alert, in three, two, one. Right, so... The premise of this is that these two guys who were fucking mates at university, yeah. who used to play this game, Strike and Vipers, it's like a Tekken, like Street Fighter 2 style yeah. fighting game. Yeah. And so, like, you know, they've, they've left university 10 years later or 15 years later, they're married with kids and da 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 da. And this guy has a barbecue. So his mate turns up with a copy of this game. And obviously technology is such now that it's an interactive, immersive experience. Yeah. So you plug this thing into your head and you go into the game and it's a virtual reality, augmented reality. You are in the game. Yeah. Right. You are the character. So I fucking got to the point where he fucking was at the party and he gave him the game and then the party was over. And then he was fucking matey boy, went, right, I'm going to have a go of the game. Yeah. That was it. And then it went, oh, and then like, I had to go out or fucking whatever. And I was like, all right, I'll watch the rest of that later. So, I, you know, that was a couple of weeks ago or whatever. And then I was like, that. Ah. And then I put it back on. So, <laughs> so I'm like, all right, let's see what happens here. So then all of a sudden, the fucking dude goes into the game. He's mate is like at his house he's at his like so the dude's at his house yeah, yeah. his mates at his they're house playing online together. They're, they're playing online yeah and they go into the game and his mate selects the fucking chick yeah and he selects like the dude so if you're a fan of street fighter 2 it would be the equivalent of, like chun li and fucking ken yeah right or ryu or whatever 
he fucking you've got he's like an Asian dude like like the the, the main like the, he's like he's an Asian dude he's ripped to fucking bits in proper shape yeah. and then the, his mate is like this Asian half Asian looking chick with fucking fat tits and fucking like absolutely definitely 100% wood bang yeah right so they start playing the game and they're kicking fuck out of each other and they fucking fire off a few rounds and they're fucking boom 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 and then what happens one thing leads to another and then all <laughs> of a sudden all of a sudden instead of fighting each other uh they start fucking yeah now i'm a bit like what is that yeah now i mean what is it right yeah. i mean it is that would be like you sitting in your house me sitting in my house us going online and having sex and me fucking you yeah and it's virtual reality so it's like really happening yeah yeah, yeah. now yeah. granted the fucking chick that the the you know the avatar the chick in the game yeah. who that dude was being yeah was fit as fuck so from my perspective if it was me as the dude yeah you as the chick yeah right i'm fucking a chick however i'm not yeah because it's you that's the whole thing though isn't it so and i'm like <laughs> i'm like oh, oh, oh I, I, I'm, I'm confused yeah. i'm very very confused but that's like if so if i'm the dude you're the chick i'm fucking you yeah so i'm a dude fucking a chick there's not much wrong with that mm. Ria, apart from the fact it's got but, your personality technically you're having an affair with me apart from the fact <laughs> it's got your personality so technically i'm fucking you right but if you did like if i just shut you like if i shut you the fuck up you didn't talk i'm just fucking a hot chick in a video game yeah right what are you doing <laughs> Let me, like you're being a chick and getting fucked. Don't turn it on me. You made this scenario. What are you? I was the, you're the one you that made it to that. I was the chick. So fuck you. <laughs> so what are you doing? Why are you? You're well, the getting whole, the length. The whole thing is that obviously this is this is the whole dilemma of the episode, isn't it? But the, uh, it turns out in the end that the guy he tells his wife. And, and she, she lets him, she lets him do on. it as long as she can go off and shag blokes that she meets in a bar. Well, that's fair enough. <laughs> sauce for the goose and sauce for the gander and all yeah, that. Yeah. But yeah, it's um It's a funny one that. I was like that. No, no, no. <laughs> I swear to God, whoever fucking wrote that. It's Charlie Brooker, isn't it? Who's that? Charlie Brooker Rightson. Oh, is it what well, all of them? Yeah. Yeah. And who's he again? He's the guy he, he's a he's is he, is he been an actor as well? No, he's just a writer. All oh, right. Writer, he used to do screen wipe, and he's written a few other things as well. He did uh, Nathan Barley. Have you seen Nathan Barley? I've not, no. And the other thing that he did, which I've only started watching recently, is um, A Touch of Cloth. Have you seen that? <laughs> it's like a spoof police drama, but it's like really cliched police drama. It's yeah. funny as fuck. Oh, really right, have a look at that. Have a look at that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was that. What I, I'm telling you, mm. that Black Mirror striking vipers was quite possibly one of the most mentally disturbing things I've ever fucking seen. Yeah. It, but I it mean, was a lot of them are those black mirrors. A lot of it them was he fucked up. It was pro I mean the worst one is the one with a fucking woman who's the fucking architect or whatever that fucking kills the dude and then 
has to try and protect their secret and fucking ends I can't remember that one. Have you not? I've seen them all, but I Yeah, 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 you have to re It's called yeah. Alligator or something. Oh, right. I can't remember if she's an architect or whatever. Basically, at the beginning, the, like her and her boyfriend like stumble across some dude so I hit someone with a car yeah That's right. they kill someone yeah, hit yeah. someone with a car it's an insurance them. thing isn't it they're trying to chase them on the insurance and then it? like years later yeah. like 10 years later like the dude says he's gonna fucking expose the secret so she fucking whacks him yeah and then it's all about like this woman can see the last memories That's of the right. fucking thing yeah, yeah and this woman turns up and starts and then starts looking at the last memories and so everyone she fucking who's got like everyone this woman's going to go and retrieve the last memories from the fucking they know bits of it yeah the, fucking, the bitch goes and whacks them yeah and she keeps whacking people and eventually fucking has to whack the kid and that yeah and it's like fuck yeah up. i do remember that i mean the yeah. whole the whole premise of the series is that they're all almost the technology we've got now yeah they're yeah. so close yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. but Brilliant. yeah that strike and vipers one mm. that was the, without a doubt the most fucking okay fucked up thing so yes watch that strike and vipers yes yeah. after that spoiler alert um <laughs> so uh, did you know that eddie murphy's been signed to netflix has he so you know, Eddie Murphy Delirious was like the best, was regarded by a lot of people, including myself, as the best stand-up yeah. ever made. Yeah. So he fucking finished doing that, became a, became a movie star, and made some dark shit films. So there's a new thing on Netflix. If you, it's called Dolomite. Yeah, I've not seen it. Have you seen it? It's fucking funny, bro. Yeah. And what I didn't realise, and you only find this out, well, yeah, you might not. I'm going to tell you now. It's based on a true story. Yeah, it's based on the guy that did those black exploitation films. Well, yeah, but I didn't fucking know that. I just thought it was some fucking bullshit that Eddie Murphy had made up. Oh right. And then um, yeah, so basically he's like um, he's like a failing, like at the beginning he's like a failing stand-up comedian, and he fucking and he develops this persona. Yeah. Um, which is like called Dolomite, and he fucking like starts telling like dirty jokes and dirty rhymes and gets quite a cult following dresses like a pimp yeah dresses like a pimp and he goes around and does these tours and um you know he gets a cult following as a as a, as a sort of stand-up and then decides that he wants to make a film yeah and then fucking like begs steals and borrows and leverages himself up to the fucking hilt to fucking get there to make this film and eventually makes the film and no cunt will fucking buy it yeah. so then eventually fucking um uh, like fucking rents a cinema and puts it on yeah and then it fucking explodes and apparently makes a like the, the true story yeah like i say it fucking makes a i'm aware of what it is i just but seen it. it was i tell you what it was quite funny so yeah dolomite definitely worth watching on netflix cool so um obviously i'm still taking the piss out of defense lab yeah um i've now been banned right. from liking and commenting commenting on defense lab boxers facebook page <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why i haven't seen any for a while but yeah. then i've been i haven't been on social media much anyway so uh yeah they, they banned me from liking and commenting on their page i'm like that spoils sports so i'll tell you what isn't worth watching right once upon a time in hollywood yeah i've heard this it's fucking dog shit yeah i mean it's like one of those things right where you're like it's a fucking three hour fucking movie yeah and i mean it's it's r roughly based on a true story yeah. so it's about 
Hollywood of that era. Yeah, so Sharon like, Tate yeah, so it, Roman yeah. Polanski's in it, Sharon Tate, yeah. um, you know the fucking Bruce Lee's in it, isn't he? Bruce Lee. Yeah. Um, the obviously they go to the place where fucking um, what do you call him has his fucking cult, um, Charles Manson. Charles Manson. Yeah. Um, so that uh, and then obviously the, the the thing about it is is that the like it's so it's like mildly entertaining all the way through and obviously if you understand the story and I mean don't get me wrong it's a fucking Tarantino movie so you know that the, the fucking sets are amazing yeah the dialogue um, you know the fucking you know the sets are amazing the costumes you know the fucking it's all very authentic yeah. and apparently like the way that they did it was you know they actually filmed it on location in the middle of fucking LA in all of these places and you know it's like party is like well, that's really impressive. That's really impressive. But it's a bit like, what's the fuck? Like they're telling this story, and you're like, oh, what's the fucking point? Yeah. You know what I mean? Come on, what what are you getting at here? And then eventually, it, it it culminates at the end, where it's like has a so the end isn't true. So obviously, a lot of the things that happen within the film are true. They're based upon the true events at the time. But then, when they go, when Manson's fucking minions go to kill Sharon Tate they fucking end up in the wrong house and that's fucking like with Leonardo DiCaprio and fucking thingy right. anyway it's a long long fucking film yeah. and um, yeah for sure I definitely definitely wouldn't watch it again which is a shame because I was really fucking like they fucking bigged it up and bigged it up and bigged it up like it was going to be the next fucking big thing yeah and um and yeah and, eventually, and so I tried watching it a couple of times over Christmas kept falling asleep yeah yeah I was like fuck it and then eventually I managed to stay up and fucking watch it all the way through and really wish I hadn't did you finish The Irishman in the end no still, still not done it ah fuck it and do you know what I can't be fucked with that shit yeah. again three hours long and I kept falling asleep and I'm like do you know eh. what the thing is with the moment with these epically long movies it's uh, it's pretty fucking shit and do you know what else is? do you ever watch Power have you watched Power no okay so Power's a thing on Netflix about this drug dealer from New York it's on like season 6 now yeah. and um, it's just gone shit so it was like it half like it was one of them ones where they do a half season and then another half a season so it's season 6 they had like fucking 6 episodes and then there was a break and then they've just started back like they did with the last season of Sopranos yeah that yeah. kind of thing yeah so at the very last episode of, of, the, of the half season before Christmas the fucking cunt got shot right like the main fe the main fella ghost right got shot and it was one of those ones that like there was about six different people were yeah. all gonna go and shoot him oh, and it was like yeah do you remember dallas yeah who shot jr it's like fucking that basic lots, lots of different yeah people that are, yeah. and it's just and now it's sort of rehashing and going back and forward so the it, it's been one of the best seasons on netflix ever and um, and it's just turned fucking absolute shit. Yeah. Now, am I going to continue to watch it? Of course I am. I've fucking powered You're through. Invested now. I'm invested. I'm on fucking season six. But um, unless they fucking stop being cunty with a who shot Jr. plotline, yeah. I'm going to be very, very, very disappointed. So there you go. There's a rundown of Christmas telly. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So kept me entertained. As you can tell, I do like a bit of TV. But now, 
yeah. we are on to our next section, which is news and shit, news and shit, news and shit. Right. So, what's up? been going on? Well, first things first, which I think is someone somewhere involved in this is a cunt of the week. Right. All right. And like, well, I can't sp- specifically say who this is, but well, let's just say it's Eddie Hearn. Yeah, right. Okay. For the sake, no, in fact, I don't even think he's involved in it. But uh, I mean, Eddie Hearn's a cunt. But yeah. um, in fact, no, because he's not signed. So basically, the Fury versus Wilder fight is coming up in February. Yeah, it's like four or five weeks away. Yeah, five weeks away. Do you know how much tickets are? Do you want to go and watch it? Uh, I wouldn't want to have a guess, but go on. Right. Well, obviously, I'm not going to go. It's no. in fucking Vegas or LA or fucking wherever it is. Yeah. Right. Now, so the simple fact is, like, I'm never ever going to go and watch it. But just out of being a nosy cunt, I decided to click on the link yeah. and see how much the tickets were. Yeah. So tickets in the stands, not the floor seats. Yeah. The tiered bleacher seating. Yeah. Two tickets. Yeah. In the tiered bleacher seating. Five thousand dollars. Okay, no. Five grand. uh... So, if you want to go and see the UFC, Mm. right? Tickets in the tiered bleacher seatings start. I think the front row, the tier of of the tiered seating, I think are about one hundred and fifty quid, and then they go up to the fucking ones at the very back are like fucking twenty five quid, forty quid, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So. In those, that first block of tiered seating, you can probably get a ticket for about 100 quid, maybe maybe even 75 quid, depending yeah, on the yeah. location, whatever. They want $5,000 to watch Fury versus Wilder. Now, I, you know... So if I want the real fans, then. If I could wave a magic wand, yeah, and produce tickets for that fight, and you know, someone said, you can go to that fight... Fucking absolutely a hundred percent, I would want to go. But even if I had just won a hundred million pound on the lottery, and you were like, right, you can have those tickets for five grand, I'd be like, fuck off. Yeah. Like that. Just who? What kind of fucking utter retard would pay five fucking grand for a couple of tickets in the fucking bleachers? It's going to be all corporates, isn't it? I mean, the real fans obviously aren't going to get to go. Well, the worst thing was, is you look on the fucking map yeah. of the seats that are available, nearly all sold. Yeah. Unless that's just been like the fucking venue, like releasing, I don't know, whether whatever, doing whatever at a time. So, I don't know. Um, well, you're right, there's certainly a come of the week in there somewhere. But yeah, some, like whoever's, whoever, whoever, like they obviously had a meeting, right? So the promoters for these boxers were sitting <laughs> down in a room yeah. and they were like, right. How much should we charge for these seats? And someone went, two and a half grand each. And they went, that sounds like a yeah. really good idea. Everyone agreed. <laughs> yeah, everyone agreed. Yeah, all those in favour say aye. Aye. And that was it. Yeah. Two and a half grand a pop. So there's whoever was in that meeting, you're all massive robin thieving cunts of the highest order. And I hope you all get a bowler and your fucking arsehole <laughs> falls out, you absolute shithouse cunts. So... <laughs> it, it happened again. What's that? 
someone in China yeah. through oh, coins, yeah. yeah, through coins into the engine of a of a of a of a, of a, of a jet, yeah. Yeah. So, for the third time yeah. that we've seen, someone was get boarding a plane in China, yeah, and for good luck purposes <laughs> took a handful of change out their pocket and threw it into the engine of the aeroplane yeah now joe i hear you ask yeah was it a 90 year old granny that lived in the sticks mm. and had never seen an aeroplane before and was completely unfamiliar with the technology mm. i think it may have been a young guy was it was it was it someone Some with a, <laughs> was it was it someone with a severe brain injury mm. who was absolutely retarded and fucking had no idea the potential damage that the the, the coins may cause to this fucking very very delicate piece of equipment mm. Or was it a 28-year-old man? Some young guy. It was some young guy. Now, it's, like I know China's a bit dodgy, and I've, I've never been, but you, you know, you see what it's fucking like on the, uh, you know, you, you hear what it's like. My mother's been to China quite a lot. Yeah. She used to do. Um, my mother was a school teacher before she retired, and she did a lot of those teacher exchanges. Oh yeah. And went over to China and that, and she said it was fucking shit, basically. <laughs> um, you know, like the food, like they pro everyone lost weight because they fucking eat like the like you know when you're in the center of Beijing, you can go and get a McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah, when you're like 500 miles outside of the center of Beijing in some rural fucking town yeah. and they're eating fucking bird's eggs with dead birds yeah, in yeah. and fucking chicken's feet, you're like, yeah, I'm not hungry today, mate. <laughs> you know what I mean? My mother was like, yeah, the food was fucking horrific. Yeah, so like they, she survived on like bags of crisps and yeah, bottles of wine and that. A bit of rice or something. Yeah, yeah, it was fucked up. So, yeah, but what I'm saying is, is you would think that a 28 year old dude would know that throwing coins into a jet engine was probably a bad idea yeah. i mean what the fuck but that's the gift that keeps on giving you'd think now i mean wouldn't you think there's no one listening like, to us no but like well uh, exactly <laughs> if you're in china and you listen to the oil check please let us know oh no all of so forms of social media are banned in China. Um, yeah, you know the internet's fucked up yeah, over there, don't you? Yeah, that's probably what then what we're not getting through. But you would think that like the Chinese government that run everything would potentially have like some sponsored TV ad campaign. Yeah, stop doing this. It's costing us an arm and a leg. Hello, stop throwing kinds into the plane, please. You know, Bit of casual racism. There. Well, exactly. But you know, it's like. Like I say, yeah. you know, some 80-year-old granny that's lived in a fucking wooden hut up the side of a mountain and never seen a TV or a radio in her life, you know, eventually, like, for some reason, one day, gets a, gets a grandson that's made it to the big city, comes back and is like, Granny, I'm going to show you what the fucking wonders of modern technology are like. <laughs> I'm going to take you on an aeroplane. And she, you know throws some coins into the fucking jet aeroplane right in, into the jet engine all right love we'll give you that one yeah. yeah i'm pretty sure that this 28 year old dude lives in a house and he's like a modern chinese person you know like has a mobile phone you know uses the internet for the limited capabilities that there are in china still you know as fuck though but yeah what a coin though didn't he oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 they fucking um 
they, yeah, they went to town on him. I can't remember. I haven't got the article up here, but no. it was a uh, thingy. So, um, yeah, so, just do us a favour. If you ever ever go to China, please, please, please don't fucking throw coins into the engine. So, <laughs> Prince Harry memes. Oh, God. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, I'm sick of hearing about it. Well, uh, yeah, but there have I been mean, like, a lot of memes. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, me personally, the incident that has sparked the memes. Yes, I couldn't give a fly and fuck about. If he wants to fucking take his missus and fuck off to North America or Canada or wherever they're going, go on. See ya. Yeah. Don't give a fuck. Yeah. And you know the fact that. He essentially knows his mother was fucking murdered by his granddad, and apparently, you know, bringing uh, bringing uh, a, a lady with uh, uh, black heritage into the royal family, uh, by all accounts, has been frowned upon. Mm. So, and the fact that he's not really fucking um, not really Prince Charles's child. So, but yes, Prince Harry names the best one was what was it said fucking. Um, it said, "Yeah, I'm not even. Was it? I'm not even his. Real, it was a picture of Prince Charles. That said, I'm not even his real dad. So fuck that little ginger gun, anyway." <laughs> and um, yeah, there was a lot of them about fucking about how his mother was murdered and stuff like that. So um, we would encourage all of our readers to share on the Facebook page or tag us on all forms of social media at the Oil Check with all of your Prince Harry memes. With regards to the latest fucking bullshit uh, royal scandal, uh, as it's been pointed out, it's amazing how Prince Harry's got in more trouble for offering to get a job than his uncle Andrew did for having sex with underage girls. That's the way. So there work. you go. There's your priorities. But essentially, the Prince Harry story has distracted somewhat from. The Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah, not seen so many of those. However, did you see the fucking article where about the CCTV not filming oh, it's been erased due to technical errors? Yeah, yeah, yeah. accidentally got erased. So yeah. the, the, the the footage of him committing suicide in the suicide watch cell on camera. Uh, accidentally didn't work. Yeah, nice. Fuck me, that's absolutely Who amazing. Who thought it? Who would have thunk it? So yes, so um, just remember people, Epstein didn't kill himself and keep those memes coming in. Now, something that you pointed out, yeah. which I can't remember where you said it was fucking, you saw it on the, the selling page or something near in Plymouth or whatever. Oh, oh, oh okay, yeah. And yeah, then yeah, it's yeah. popped up on the one well, in Reading. And basically what it was is one of the clothing pages that I follow, like one of the Stone Island pages, they shared it. Yeah. Like on there and it said fucking selling page for Redden Tylers. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And um, yeah, so the Hicks and Gracie lookalike <laughs> that's trying to sell his jeans. You yeah. tell us all about that one, Joe. Well, I originally saw it. It originally popped up on the UK BJJ Underground. Yeah. And it was a guy in Plymouth on one of their sites down there that was trying to sell a pair of jeans. Uh, the guy that looks like he yeah, looks but, like Hickson. Yeah, but sh it, it's got to be a fucking it's got to be a fucking joke, surely. I don't think it is. It's, it's now gone. Um, it went viral. Oh, so, so, yeah. so we we saw it several weeks ago, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was because the guy looked a bit like Hickson, and it was going around the the, the the underground. Yeah, but the thing is, is the thing that's because it says 
these jeans are from they're a designer pair of jeans design that special that's something like design like from fashion the, house from the fashion house F and F yeah now you know who F and F are I didn't at the time but someone on there had commented that they're that's Tesco's, Tesco's own brand yeah yeah <laughs> so they're Tesco's own brand jeans yeah, yeah that he's trying to sell for 15 quid yeah they probably only cost a tenner yeah yeah. yeah. So like, but he's that, them, so that's added value, isn't well, it? Well, I mean, it is now. In I mean, fact, he's a fucking dude. Should we try so, and buy them? Well, did you know? Did you find out? So, the, so basically, the whole thing went viral. Yeah. And the Daily Mail picked it up. Oh, really? And they found out who the guy is. He's a guy called Mario. He's an Italian guy called Mario or something. Um, I, I don't know if they got. I can't remember if they got in touch with him or not. But um, if you just Google like Mario's jeans or something um, like that, um, they they put all the pictures up that he'd taken of him looking looking sexy around the house. Mario sells jeans. Yeah, here we go. Mario, yeah, Gra- Mario, go. Mario Graziano. Meet Mario Graziano, the man now famous. Oh, there you go. There's on the Daily Mail there. What a, what a genius. Ah, oh, there you go. That's There's a, a top quality fucking headline. Yeah, so he's all over there now. Um, and there, he does live in Plymouth, so, or Liscard, yeah. or somewhere down Devin. there. Devon. Yeah. Yeah, Plymouth, Devon, yeah, so yeah. that's where it originally came from. So someone had nicked that and put it on the Reading one, the Tyler's yeah. one, and then it got picked up by shit things in Reading, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, he's basically got some photos of him looking alluring on the bed in the... in the. Well, I mean, I, would say, I wouldn't say alluring. I would say he looks... Oh, fair play. I mean, he looks very fucking rapey. So all the comments that I've seen... A lot of them have compared him to. He does, but well, he looks like Hicks and Gracie. He does look like Hicks, and but someone else compared him to. Who was the guy that was married to Liza Minnelli? David Guest. Ah. Do you remember him? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, one of him on the stairs there with his opening his shirt, showing off his his, his hairy chest. But yeah, so he's trying a twenty-five pound. He's trying to sell them for. Mm. Um, all right, so the ah uh, the original. So yeah, the original thing, it's not, someone must have plagiarised it, yeah, so the original things, men's jeans in good use condition can be worn casual or smart. On the yeah. Let's Flog It in Cornwall website. Yeah. But yeah, all these people have commented about how he's the hero that we all deserve. Uh-huh. And it's uh, that one where he's, like, he's showing his bum off. It's one Twitter user wrote, I'm nearly 400 miles away and I got pregnant right. just by <laughs> looking at the photos. <laughs> That's like that's I mean, like a three wolf moon fucking. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hopefully they come with pregnancy kits for any woman that comes within two hundred miles meters of this hunk. Uh, uh, looks like David Banner if he got really angry and didn't turn into the Hulk. It's <laughs> brilliant. It looks like he's advertising his jeans rather than his jeans. Boom boom. Right. No need for the photo of the bed. He looks like the love child of the Hulk and Liza Minnelli. <laughs> it's actually made the best thing I've ever right. So, right, there we go. Is that it? Ah, yeah. fucking hell. So, well, yeah, he's a legend. So, so Mario you, Graziano, we think you're a legend. Has he sold the jeans, though? That's the question. That is the question. We might have to look into it and, uh, and see if we can find out more about Mario. But, yes, do look up Mario Graziano and his jeans selling in Devon. So, um... Do you want to go to Australia? Uh, no, for many reasons. Okay, what uh, would be the, what would the be one the you're probably going to talk about is probably the fires. <laughs> yeah, it's been. But I wouldn't up. go there anyway. No, <sighs> really? No. You not fancy Australia? Don't like Australians. Really? Pain in the arse, aren't they? <laughs> uh, but also, <laughs> and you thought my bit with the Chinese accent you, was a bit fucking rude. Uh, well, you know, the thing is with Australia, it's where all the worst animals live, the most poisonous spiders, the most. Dis- 
you know, oh yeah, saltwater crocodiles, spiders, jellyfish, snakes, all of it. Yeah, but do you think that's like, and it's too hot. So you know, I mean, not being a religious man, but if there was a god, do you think that's do you think that's God going? Well, there's some really nice weather. There's yeah. some really nice beaches. Um, uh, but by the way, in order to uh, have these nice weather and these nice beaches, there's some fucking snakes and spiders that'll fuck you up. Yeah. Oh, and there's some dinosaurs that live in the river. Oh, and there's some box jellyfish. Yeah. And there's some sharks. Yeah. Yeah, they don't fuck about. Exactly. So, um, yeah, so you're not a fan of Australia? No. Well, my cousin lives Apart in Melbourne. From maybe Kylie. I like Kylie. Well, obviously. <laughs> um, uh, my cousin lives in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, my mate Dave is from Brisbane. And my mate Rich lives in Cairns. Yeah. So like I've got a, there's a few of my pals and, you and can whatever. Road trip, yeah. Exactly. So I've always quite fancied it. To be honest, I used to fancy it a lot more when I was drinking. Yeah. I always used to thought it'd be a good place to go and get pissed. Yeah. Because the Aussies do like a drink. However, now I'm not drinking so much. It would still be nice to go and see my friends and what have you. Um, but there was like I always thought it would be a good place to go and get absolutely fucking wankered yeah. and uh, go out into the bush and find one of them fucking pubs in the middle of nowhere yeah. and get fucking absolutely rat arse with a load of sheep shearers and all that. Dundee sort of yeah. Yeah. but anyway um, you know um, big shout out to Australia and let's hope it all fucking sorts it out there it's fucked up I reckon half a billion animals have been killed it's fucked that's up quite a lot yeah yeah like the reckon like the place that's on fire is like the same size as like as fucking as Belgium or something like that, isn't it? It's like the equivalent of like an entire of Ireland being on fire. Yeah, and did, shit you, see, like did that. you see some of the videos that the, the firemen are taking going through at the fires? No, it's fucking vicious, man. Oh yeah, They're like taking some of the videos from just driving through, and it's all around them like fucking like looks like hell basically. Yeah, Fuck but apparently up. there was one Australian dude. I don't know how much truth is involved in this, but it sounds like a fairly plausible explanation. There was like an Australian dude who's like you know your typical fucking geezer Australian fucking you know yeah um, like Joe Bruce. Joe Mangle Bruce type character yeah. and he was basically saying that the, that the problem is is they used to set fires controlled fires every year yeah so every year they'd be like right we need to burn this bit down here yeah so that if something if, if a fire does start it'll only get this far yeah. and then it'll stop yeah right contain it and apparently they stopped doing that like because all the fucking lefty liberals were like uh, stop burning things it's bad for the environment and now they they so they haven't had any controlled fires and now the fucking entire country's on fire so i mean it sounds like a fairly reasonable explanation but um, whether it is or not who knows so <laughs> have you heard about they've they've tried to set a, a, a campaign to get Big Ben to ring on Brexit Day. Yeah. Right, I've oh, not I heard of this shit. It. Yeah. I yeah. didn't even know Big Ben was out of commission. So Big yeah, Ben... It's, uh, scaffolded up at the moment. Right, so Big Ben has been out of commission since 2017. Yeah. So, and the bell itself has been removed and taken away for restoration. Yeah. Now... Big Ben being the bell. Yeah. So, for some reason some fucking MP thought it would be a quality idea that we need to have Big Ben ringing on Brexit Day, which is the 31st yeah, of January. two weeks away. So in two weeks, 11pm uh, on the 31st of January, officially 
the UK is going to leave the European Union and we will be outside of the EU mm -hmm. and um, to, to, for some reason these people think in order to celebrate that milestone and that occasion that we need to have Big Ben going gong 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 so in order to get Big Ben back from restoration into the fucking bell tower yeah. in fucking Houses of Parliament it's going to cost roughly half a million pounds right yeah so <laughs> people are like well why don't we set up a GoFundMe yeah um, because on, yeah. obviously the general public will think this is the greatest idea ever and they'll all throw half a million pounds at us yeah definitely and so they set up these GoFundMe pages and so the the, 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 the target five hundred thousand pounds half a million pounds yeah how much have they raised so far i can see on your screen there 500 quid yeah sure i just that was probably nigel farage yeah probably i don't i just i'm like who like who thought oh that'll be a great idea and we'll get the general public to pay for it what the fuck so yes more cunts of the week whoever um so the, there's a Tory, M, Tory MP, Mark Francois, says despite the muted response, Tory MP, Mark Francois, who has led the campaign for Big Ben to ring on the 31st of January, predicted that the fundraising target would be met within two days. I think we'll get it within 48 hours, he said. And it seems to me that many of my colleagues in the House of Commons patently daft that we have got the most iconic clock in the world um, we should stay silent on this occasion. And, um, yeah, Ironic, his name's Marc Francoise. <laughs> Francoise, <laughs> yeah. You absolute French-sounding cunt. So, um, yes, I just... Uh, why he thought that anybody in this country would go, yeah, we need to have something well, go gong. Not only do we want that, but we want to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, half the people don't want it to happen anyway. And then the other half of the people who do want it to happen don't want to pay for a fucking bell to fucking go off while it does. So, um, yes, so Marc Francoise, you, my son, are an absolute and utter cunt face of the highest order. So, did you see the weather? As he casually looks out my window, where the window I can see that it's uh, it's still cold. No, it's not that cold, really, is it? It's still a bit wet. It was fucking windy yesterday. Okay, so Hurricane um, Brendan or something. Hurricane Brendan. Yeah. Have you seen the damage that it caused down the road? Yeah. So the roof blew off or something. Exactly. So we are fairly. I I always say this. I think we are fairly lucky in Reading. We are fairly you know centrally located within the country yeah surrounded by some sort of hilly ranges you've got the Chilterns just over there and stuff like that and essentially we are fairly protected from a lot of the bad weather that other areas of the country experience you know like I say if you go to Newcastle it's fucking really cold and snows a lot yeah not so much down here whereas just down the road in Slough Storm Brendan ripped off the roof of an apartment block now this isn't like a roof tile this is a like roof. the entire roof of an entire block of apartments landed in the middle of fucking slough high street now 
I used to work on the doors in Slough High Street. Slough High Street used to be quite a banging place to go out on the piss. It's fucking shit now, so no one really cares. And Slough shit as well. Yeah. So, if for whatever reason um, you got caught up in this um, uh, storm in Slough and the roof fell off, then stop being in Slough. It's fucking shit. So, um, did you see that the um, UK's most prolific rapist was just being sent to prison? Oh, this is the guy in Manchester. Yeah, boy. Yeah. I mean, it's funny, but it's not. You know, <sighs> it's not funny. It's uh, that's, uh, that's he's funny. been done for raping a hundred and ninety-five blokes. Well, it was, it was or 195 times. Yeah, it's about 40 or 50 blokes, 195 times. But they reckon there was about 200 victims in total. Yeah, yeah. over a period of a couple of years. Yeah. So he was doing this like twice a week. Yeah. Twice a week, he was slipping out, fucking getting some dude to come back to his gaff, spiking him with GHB and yeah. fucking him and filming it. Yeah. And they reckon he had like three terabytes of footage of him fucking dudes. Yeah, and he was like, "Oh, it was all consensual." They're like, oh, "It wasn't really, was it?" He, uh, he, he, despite all the overwhelming evidence, he made them go through the court, whole court case. And yeah, they, yeah, and he they had to go it. through every video. And he was smiling about it all yeah. the way through, and that. Yeah, little kind. We fucking, yeah, I mean, like, but they, so they've basically they they've smacked him with a fucking. I mean, he's never getting out. He's got a full like, life tariff. Yeah, well, they haven't. They haven't actually given a full life tariff. But what they've done is they've given a life with a minimum of thirty years. So, he, but apparently he was already serving. Like, so the, the, the trial was broken up into four different That's trials. Right. Yeah. So it's only just been announced after the last one. So I'm, I'm assuming what they did is they identified a certain block of victims, and then went ahead with that. And then throughout time, they've used whatever and identified more victims. So he's actually been on trial on four separate occasions for essentially the same thing, yeah. but with different victims. So, um, yeah, he was um, pretty much, um, uh, pretty much, yeah, basically fucked 200 dudes. Yeah. Um, straight dude. He likes straight yeah. dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, just... Um, so if you uh, went out for a night out in Manchester and fell asleep around some blokes flat and woke up with a sore arse, guess what? Mm. Um, a lot of them didn't know, didn't they? So they... Yeah. Well, that was it. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> like, you're just fucking getting on with your life and there's a knock at the door and open the doors you all build there and I went, got something to tell you, mate. Yeah. Do you remember that night? You got fucked up the arse! You're yeah. like, yeah, I could have done without knowing that. Thanks <laughs> yeah. very much. Yeah. But anyway, so, um, yeah, just, uh, you know, beware of, what are they, beware Greeks of bearing gifts. <laughs> beware of Indonesian fellas offering you a couple of pints around their gaff. Yeah. Shots of uh, clear liquid. I, well, no, but I mean, the, I mean, they think that he fucking... He, he was offering the beers and he was fucking spiking the beers with GHB yeah. which is a fairly fucking like I know someone from my meetings who um, overdosed on GHB yeah like real fucking badly so basically GHB is like a clear liquid it looks like water yeah yeah and when you go and buy it from a dealer they will sell it to you in a water bottle. Yeah. Like, like, see, like that exactly the same as that one that you've got on the table right there. Yeah. Right. And then out of what you would do is, is say you've got however much in the water bottle. You get out one of them kids syringes, 
and you suck up like one or 1.5 mil. Mm -hmm. So one, one to 1.5 milliliters is enough to fuck you up. Like big style, Yeah. right? This matey had a bottle with about 30 or 40 mils in it, yeah. right? And it was in his car and he was at work and like, but his mate had left it in his car, it wasn't his or whatever, I don't know. Anyway, there was like several water bottles in the car. You know, like you collect empty water bottles in your car, I know I do. I don't. My car's full of fucking half empty yeah. water bottles. Yeah. He's at work, it's a hot day or whatever, and he's just gone to the car and grabbed the first water bottle, opened it and drank it. Flat. And it was fucking like 40 mils of GHB. And, um, and he knew, like he said, instantly, as soon as he'd swallowed it, he knew what it was. And he was like, fuck. And then he had to go into where he was working and go, listen, you need to call an ambulance. Yeah. I've just drank 40 mils of fucking GHB. Fucking air ambulance, helicopter had to come and get him and fucking take him to the fucking John Radcliffe and that. Couldn't nearly died like yeah. proper. Uh, it's fucking some dangerous, I mean, I've never done it. Okay, it's no. a bit of a fucking sort of gay, it's a very big on the gay scene and also- Well, that's big. what the other guy did, the grinder killer. You know, the Stephen Port, the grinder killer. Do you see, do you see I, I him? I don't know. He was a guy who was doing it about the same time as this guy and he actually killed guys doing it. So he oh, would right. take guys back to his place, spike them, doing exactly the same thing as this guy, but with someone who's consented to come back. Then he'd rape them, but then they would quite often die and he was getting rid of the bodies. Well, on that subject, yeah. we're gonna take a step back for a second. Back to TV. Right. Have you watched Don't Fuck With Cats? Uh, no. <laughs> I can't watch it. You what? I can't watch it. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, no, the cats. Yeah. I, I, you don't I see know, any of that. I, I know you can't see it, but you know what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. But seriously, seriously, I've watched it. Yeah. And you, it is fucking, without a doubt, yeah, without a doubt, it is the most fuck, one of the most fucked up things. Yeah. And weird fucking things. And you know me, I'm not a big fan of cats. Mm. Um, and like, you know, everything about the entire like you know the all of the subjects of this documentary are things that i'm not interested in in any way shape or form yeah. however just like out of sheer curiosity everyone was talking about it and i put it on and it's in three one hour sections and i will fucking tell you what like you start watching this mate that's you for three hours bro yeah. you're gonna power through it now as a cat owner i appreciate you know you don't want to fucking you know as a gay cat man yourself yeah. Um, you don't want the thought of you know uh, another gay cat man hurting gay cats. Yeah. Um, but it's not like that. You don't see any of it or anything like that. No. So, no. Do you know the premise? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So it's essentially this guy. So basically, some dude. This is how it started. Some dude has posted a video online. Yeah. Of him with a couple of kittens, and he puts the kittens in one of them vacuum bags and sucks the air out with a vacuum and fucking kills the kittens. Online, post mm -hmm. the video online. And there's a couple of people decide that they don't like that. Mm. One of them's this fucking crazy fat cat lady from Las Vegas and the other one's this dude, I think he lives in New York or whatever. But they're like, you can't fucking do that. So they, these two people decide that it's gonna be their life's fucking mission to find out who this cunt is and bring him to justice. So they start playing the videos back, 
like frame by frame. Yeah, I and saw like, a clip and they were looking at the like, type of plug on the yeah, wall. Yeah, like stuff. the electrical sockets, yeah, the door out. handles, yeah. the fucking this, the that, the other, right? And they, you know, so they start narrowing it down to where he could possibly be, and and then obviously, um, it starts getting a bit of attention. Yeah. And that's exactly what this cunt wants. He wants the attention. So then he starts po posting more videos of him doing fucking. And then there's one where he feeds the cat to a snake. Um, and then there's a, and then eventually it keeps going and going and going. And eventually he fucking kills some dude. Yeah. And it's fucking and it's all and like and obviously these people like have been saying for ages he's killing cats. You know, oh, this he killed is, a person. Yeah, he? he fucking killed a dude, man. So I remember it's one of the first signs, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's it. This is what they were saying. So they were saying that the fucking, you know, all serial killers, mm -hmm. all murderers, serial killers, started off killing animals. Well, there's, this tri there's the triangle. There's the, there's the three things that there's a, a big giveaway uh, for if you're a future serial killer. So one is torturing animals. Yeah. Second one's bedwetting. Yeah. And the third one is starting fires. Yeah. And if you do all of those three things, you're very likely to become a serial killer. All oh, right. So, so I'm fucking glad I set me wet mattress on fire. Then. <laughs> um, no, but it's like yeah, and like obviously they've suffered abuse and what have you. Yeah. I mean, it's just like I say, it is fucked up from start to finish. Yeah. But like I say, these fucking people, like they are like a dog with a bone, man. So like I said, you know, the 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 the, the title of the fucking thing, don't fuck with cats. Is never a more apt thing. Yeah. And I, I swear to God, you, I urge you, and I urge you to watch it. So he's a bit of a cunt. But this week's cunt of the week. Cunt of the cunt week. Cunt of the week. Cunt of the week. Yeah. So the speaker of the, the former speaker yeah. of the house. Yeah. John Burko. Burkow. Burko. Yeah. Burko took a taxi from Westminster to Nottingham made for to deliver a speech made it wait and then got it back and the taxi cost £1,000 mm. and um, he could have got the train for £67 um, yes yeah, so congratulations we paid for that yeah um, but then what they've also done is they've then fucking started rinsing through his expenses and yeah he's just an absolute shithouse um, spent seven grand uh, going around the US. Um, we, as the taxpayer, were paying £118 a month for the Sky TV in his apartment. Yeah. That's fucking shocking. I swear to God, man. Just uh, honestly, again, MPs, anyone connected with being an MP, they're all absolute cunts robbing thieving bastards of the highest order so that and that reason alone you sir are a cunt of the week so um absolute legend of the week right um is that um a um a 29 year old man has been arrested because he stabbed uh, the wor Britain's worst paedophile to death. Right. So Britain's worst paedophile was some fucking scumbag called Richard Huckle. Right. And he was in prison 
and um, someone went into his prison cell and stabbed him so it doesn't say who it is but it says here a 29 year old man has been arrested on suspicion of murder after Richard Huckle died at HMP Full Sutton in Yorkshire on the 13th of October last year. Huckle was fatally stabbed in a cell with a makeshift blade and today Humberside Police said officers had arrested a man and had passed a file to the prosecution, the prosecutors for consideration. Um, yeah so whoever this 29 year old man is that killed this fucking uh, dude uh, we genuinely feel that you should be given a fucking medal. Did we cover this at the time? Well, that sounds familiar. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I think we might have talked about it at the time. Maybe he was. Um, well, I think when it happened, he's saying it happened. It was in October. October. Yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think we talked about it at the time. Well, anyway. But yeah. Well, I thought it was a very, very good point. Yeah. And uh, yeah, whoever that fucking man is, um, I'd like to find out who he is, so we could send him a postal order into his prison account. Yeah. We send him like 50 quid and he can buy himself some biscuits. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, obviously, whoever he is, he's probably already in there for life. Yeah. Because that fucking nonce was in there for like a full life tariff as well. Like, was fucking n numerous life sentences. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah. So, anyway, that dude is more than likely um, a li a, 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 another lifer prisoner. So, he's chance oh, he's probably not getting out. He's probably thought I'll do the world a favour and yeah. fucking do him in. So, fair play to him. So, um, the what, do you remember we spoke about how pensioners um, can do horrible things to each other? Yeah, like with the spraying with, with the hose. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, we've got another one of those, which right. I think is very funny. Okay. So, man. I mean, it's horrible what happened to him, but man punched to ground and left with broken hip as pensioners brawl in parking dispute. <laughs> Anthony John's victim was in hospital for 16 days after being, 16, that's a long time, yeah. after being knocked to the ground following a confrontation over a parking space. So basically these two old men, a 66 year old man was punched to the ground by his 68 year old neighbour after a long running dispute about parking turned violent. The victim suffered a fractured hip after being knocked to the ground by Anthony John who, was, who, was, who then continued washing his car. <laughs> He's just bashed him and gone, yeah. Uh, this is also in Wales. I believe the last one was in Wales as well, wasn't it? Good one of them, yeah. So, um, it said the judge at Swansea Crown Court described the incident as wholly undignified Long run dispute between the two men in fucking duh, duh, quite residential street. This last year, George was called a victim more press words were exchanged between the neighbours, and a confrontation then ensued. Barrister said the victim was initially pushed by John, but the defendant then lost his temper and punched the other man a number of times, knocking him to the ground. Um, yeah, fucking smashed. Duh, 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 duh. I'm trying to find out what the sentence is. He had no previous convictions. All right. No further. It says here, there has been no further incidents between the two men in the month since the day in question. Well, of course not. One of them's got a fucking broken hip. He's not exactly going out and asking for second helpings, is he? I'm just trying to find out the sentence here. Fucking hell, come on. Ah, suspended sentence. So, given John a 25% discount for his guilty plea, he sentenced him to nine months in prison, suspended for 12 months, and ordered him to complete a rehabilitation course and pay his victim two and a half thousand pounds. Not a lot of money. Um, John was also made subject to a three year restraining order banning him from contacting the victim. Um, yeah, so, yeah, that's quite like fucking uh, a nine months in prison, suspended for 12 months. Well, 
I mean, let's fucking see if that is uh, possibly uh, able to speak to, uh, able to stick to. Um, but yes, so watch out, pensioners. Don't go around punching each other over parking spaces. You two could be breaking hips. So, MMA and shit. MMA and shit. MMA and shit. So, a uh, couple of things that happened uh, just before Christmas or New Year. So, number one, did you see the glory kickboxing fight? No. Okay. Bit of a anticlimax. Mm. So, glory is generally recognised as probably as, as being the number one uh, professional kickboxing organisation in the world. Yeah. So, if you're the glory champion, you're generally seen as being the best kickboxer in that weight class um, in the world. Yeah. And um, so the glory heavyweight title is the fucking... Um, you know the, the 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 daddy of all kickboxing titles. So it was contested by Rico Verhoeven and Badahari. Yeah. This was the second time they fought, and um, Rico Verhoeven had won the first one. And in this one, um, so the fight started, and Badahari, who was an absolute fucking savage of the highest order, yeah. he's a Moroccan who lives in Holland. Um, came out and started to batter Rico Verhoeven all over. Dropped him a couple of times and it was all looking very much as if Badahari was going to win. Yeah. And then Badahari um, like fucked his ankle, like threw a kick, landed wrong and collapsed on the floor and started screaming and, and basically like the equivalent of like a verbal submission. And um, and yeah, and so um, Rico Verhoeven retained the heavyweight title. However, if that fight had continued, Badahari would have won. So it's going to be very, very interesting now to see if that's going to set up a third fight um, uh, when Badahari's leg is better. So yeah, so Rico Verhoeven is still the glory heavyweight kickboxing champion. Did you see the Rising Stroke Bellator card New Year's Eve? Well, just before New Year's Eve. So, uh, Quinton Rampage Jackson was fighting Fyodor. No, I haven't seen it. Oh, I remember right. talking about it before in the, uh, the yeah. Christmas special. Well, Rampage is a big fat cunt. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally came out. <laughs> so, obviously, the fighting heavyweight Rampage is normally a light heavyweight, normally yeah. cutting at 205. So... It doesn't look like he did much training mm. and definitely doesn't look like he did much dieting in the run-up to this fight. I did see a so picture of him. He um, was fucking massive. I mean, as a big fat cunt myself, he was essentially in the same shape as I am. Yeah. Um, so he's probably come in about, you know, 130... He looked about 120, 130 kilos. Yeah. Um, and... You know, he's obviously he's still rampage. He can have a row, but when you've done no training and you're you're grossly overweight, Fedor caught him with a shot, and it didn't even look that bad, really. It sort of glanced off his glove, and I think Rampage just went, "Yeah, I'm getting paid either way. I'm not going to stand there and take another couple of these." Fell to the floor and went, "Yeah, that's enough for me. Thanks very much." Yeah. So yes. So and then um, obviously there was a, a severe amount of piss taking done online. Yeah. Um with regards to his weight yeah. so and, um, <laughs> and then the ironic thing was is when he was a, he was a coach on the ultimate fighter yeah and he was calling he there was one of the one of the one of the contestants he's he was a bit chubby 
and Rampage kept on calling them titties. <laughs> that was like his nickname because he had moves <laughs> and then obviously it was like fucking um, someone put a meme of them both up there and yeah. so yes Rampage was definitely 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 not on his best did he take a dive or did he just think well I'm getting paid you know whatever it was yeah. it wasn't his best performance and um, yeah so Fedor won um, but whether you see Rampage back again let's uh, let's not speculate he's you know he was very vocal and very apologetic for the shape he got himself into um, so he says he's going to come back and do better but that was uh, what happened now so fuck all really that much has happened however mm. This weekend, yeah, big, 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 big fight boner. Yeah, you know, you, you can't wait, can you? I'm fucking pretty excited. So, it's one of these ones where I am in. It's so obviously it's Connor versus Cowboy, the return of Connor McGregor to the UFC after a bit of a layoff, um, and he's fighting Cowboy Donald Cowboy Cerrone. Now, me, I am a massive, massive nut hugger of both fighters yeah so i fucking ride the nutsack of conor mcgregor and donald cerrone on a regular basis however it depends like on this particular occasion i feel or i think that conor is going to win yeah and i feel that connor is going to win in emphatic fashion yeah now couple of reasons number one if you actually look at their records and i posted about this on facebook a couple of weeks last week or the week yeah. before or yeah. whatever so so donald cerrone during his reign well during his career yeah has fought for a world title on four separate occasions yeah yeah three in the WEC and one in the UFC and on all four occasions has been battered yeah um resoundly yeah so um oh having a quick look on his Wikipedia the good thing about Wikipedia it gives the it tells you exactly what um what was happening so Donald Cerrone won on his in his fourth fight uh, back in 2006 won the ring of uh, the, the the ring of fire lightweight championship right. and that's the only title belt he's ever won right and obviously the ring of fire lightweight championship in shit really is it and also what I didn't know was is that on in 2007 5th of September 2007 Donald Cerrone tested positive for Hydrochlorothiazide. Mm. Now that actually sounds pretty fucking severe, doesn't it? It's a diuretic. Yeah. Yeah. So whether it was a mistake or whether he was using it to cut weight or whatever, um, he won the, uh, when he was uh, on um, WEC. So his first fight in the WEC. Yeah, he fought. Um, uh, a guy called Kenneth Alexander uh, 5th of September 2007 and he won by triangle choke uh, in 56 seconds but then the, the result was overturned to a no contest because he popped and then he didn't fight for 
another nine months yeah so whether he was banned or not we do not know that was something i didn't know so anyway he then eventually in 2009 for jamie varner for the wec lightweight championship and lost that um um by a technical it says here a technical decision yeah so a technical decision split so something's obviously happened it says yeah round five three minutes and ten so obviously the the the, the fight's finished because of an accidental foul and then it's gone to a split decision so he was very very close um that was he uh, took a uh, lost a split decision for the lightweight title um he then fought benson henderson for the interim lightweight title and lost a unanimous decision um he then fought benson henderson again for the lightweight title and lost by submission in round one um it's then gone you know wec wec then it's gone to um the ufc so he's joined the ufc in 2011 and he beat paul kelly um who just got out of prison and is making a comeback um and he then went on a bit of a tear and um um fought quite a, a lot of people you know it was known for um you know winning bonuses performance of the night knockout of the night da 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 da, da. and then eventually uh, in 2015 um fought um rda rafael dos Anjos for the uh, ufc lightweight championship and lost by technical knockout tko um was with a body kick and punches so those are all of the uh, times he's fought and then obviously he's gone up to welterweight um fought quite a lot and then gone back down to lightweight da 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 da, -da. and um yeah so he's coming off and then also he then fought um tony ferguson yeah now tony ferguson was the interim champ um ufc champ and tony ferguson smashed him to fucking bits um in two rounds justin gaethje who was the uh, former champion from world series of fighting he finished him in the first round so basically every time donald cerrone's got anywhere near uh, a belt or someone that's ever held a belt he's been battered to fuck now obviously conor mcgregor is a former two division champion in two separate organizations yeah now so on that alone i personally feel that conor is a in a league above donald cerrone yeah however obviously we discussed this uh you know connor has had certain troubles outside of the ring uh, outside of the, of the cage you know allegations of sexual assault um you know videos going around on whatsapp of him sniffing coke and fucking coming out of crack houses at five in the morning getting birds pregnant you know you fucking name it so you know it's very much and you know don't get me wrong you, you know if i was fucking 26 years old and you gave me a hundred million dollars i'd have fucking killed myself yeah you know what i mean so fair play anyway by all accounts obviously we we, we we will never know the truth 
until we see the way he performs on Saturday is that by all accounts, by his account and by his coach, John Kavanagh, they say that he's back to his best. Yeah. Says he hasn't had a drink for four months, he's been training, he's dedicated, he looks he looks in really good shape. And you know, he's he's it's a welterweight fight, so no weight cutting. Um and uh, you know, he looks very, very healthy and um, you know I mean don't get me wrong. I was listening to uh, Below the Belt with Brendan Schaub before, and he made a very good point in the fact that, you know, John, John you know, uh, Connor's coach, John Kavanagh, has publicly stated that he says he's never seen Connor in better shape. Mm. Now, that is maybe. However, has there ever been a case in recorded history of any fighter ever entering into a fucking high level fight in the UFC? And the, and the and the fighter's coach has gone. Nah, <laughs> nah, he's fucked up. He's been out on the piss. Yeah. Um. He's been fucking. You know. He's been shagging birds off fucking Tinder. He's been fucking never turning up to the gym. And to be honest, I think he's going to get chinned. Yeah. You know. Has that ever ever happened? Of course. The coach is always going to be like, he looks fantastic. Da 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 da. But it's part of the the mind games of coming into a fight. Now, like. When John, after John Jones did all those fuck ups and he went on the Joe Rogan show and he was like talking about how he's fucking a changed man and sober and da 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 da, I spend, as a fucking recovering alcoholic myself, I spend a lot of my time listening to people tell their stories about being an alcoholic and being a fuck up. And I can tell when someone's lying, yeah. yeah, just through sure experience. And I was listening to John Jones, and I could just tell that he wasn't being truthful. He was going, "Oh, I'm, I'm you know, blessed is the fucking Lord. I'm back to me best." And da 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 da. Yeah. Now, I would like to think that I think that Connor's being honest, and you know, he's 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 put his hands up. He's admitted he made some mistakes, and now he says he's back to his, uh, you know, best. So we will find out, is he being honest or is he being full of shit? So if he comes out and smokes cowboy in like the first round, which a prime, you know, a prime in shape Connor should smash, uh, uh, you know, a prime in shape cowboy. Yeah. However, a 50% Connor will get battered by cowboy. Now, one other thing that's, um, that, I have noticed is that Conor McGregor on this particular occasion is not trying to poke the bear mm. yeah now traditionally Donald Cerrone performs better against people that he does not like yeah yeah so if in the run-up to the fight there's been like you're a cunt you're a cunt you're a cunt you're a cunt like Donald Cerrone generally in those in those occasions will generally come out and batter the fella because he's got a reason an emotional vested reason when he's fighting people that he likes he generally underperforms and so if you notice connor has been very very polite through the build-up he's going oh you know i really respect cowboy mm. he's got the most wins he's got the most submission you know all of this stuff and he's like he's a you know he's a legendary fight, fighter and he's been very very complimentary about him yeah. now like i say me personally i've said this before i believe that cowboy is the lowest hanging fruit that connor could pick on without being told 
that he's actually picking on someone. Yeah. If if he chose to fight, what it's what he can get away with. Exactly. If he chose to fight anybody further down the rankings, they'd be like, "Well, you're just fucking picking on a fucking unworthy opponent." But because Cerrone has got that, um, you know, that following. He's got the, um, you know, the, you know, he holds all of these records, the most bonuses, the most wins, the most fights, the da 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 da. And he's been fighting a hell of a long and time. And he's been fighting a hell of a long time. He's got the thing, but like I say, all of these things. So most win bonuses. So what? Yeah, that doesn't make you the best fighter. The most fights. Yeah, so what? Doesn't make you the best fighter. He's also got the most losses in title fights. Mm. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's. Uh, you know, everyone's focusing on all of these. Oh, he's the best fighter. This he's better. He's not. You know what I mean? And like I say, this is. You know, I'm a big fucking, big big lover of Donald Cerrone. Big, I fucking love him, man. Eh? But I just think that in this occasion, if Connor's telling the truth and he hasn't had a drink for four months and he's dedicated to training and he's in the best shape of his life, Connor's gonna wipe the floor with fucking cowboy. Sure. You know, you decide what you think would be the best course of action if you are a betting man. But me personally, I would say that um, I would say that um, being um, I would say that uh, bet on Connor. Now let's just have a um, let's have a quick look on Sky Bet. Let's have a fucking. Um, are you going to put your neck on the line and call a? Uh, no, no. Uh, I just want to see what the odds are. Yeah. So he's one. Conor McGregor's one to three. Um, and Cerrone's five to two. Conor McGregor to land a knockdown in round one and win by TKO KO in round two, seven to one. To be honest, that's not a fucking bad. That's not a bad. Um, it's not a bad um, thing. Conor McGregor to win in rounds four or five. Coach's prediction. What's that? JK. What, is that John Kavanagh? Fucking predicting that. Conor McGregor to win in round one in the first minute, fourteen to one. Conor McGregor to win via TKO KO via punches and land 60 plus significant strikes under three and a half rounds and most takedowns seven to one more and most takedowns what happens if there's no take I would say there's going to be no takedowns in that fight it's going to be yeah. a mainly striking match yeah that's a bullshit one man Conor McGregor to win land the most takedowns and land the most significant strike they, that's a fucking bullshit bet man they're trying to tempt you in because there's going to be well there's people that are going here to bet they don't know anything about yeah. MMA and they don't know anything about the fighters ok so um, to win by kill is 1-2 to two. decision 17-1 to 17-2 submission 20-1 to one. um do 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 Right, so um, KO via punches, 8 to 11. Um, yeah, they don't fucking think Conor, they don't think that. So, uh, decision, where's the submission? Where's the decision? Right, I want to see what the decision market is. So, alright, here we go, decision. So, yeah, so um, 17 to 2. Yeah, so basically, Donald Cerrone to win by decision is 7 to 1. And Connor's seventeen to two, um, which is eight and a half to one. So they reckon if it goes the distance, it'll be Cerrone that wins, and if it goes uh, and if it finishes early, obviously it'll be Connor. They are riding his nuts. They are riding Connor's nuts, though. Um, real, real fucking big. So yeah, um, yeah. That's thingy. So yeah. So essentially, Connor round one. Where was that round betting? 
Right. Anyway, we're just reading odds out now. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. No, I'm just. Uh, this is what this is what, right. So Conor McGregor round oh, yeah. one seven to four. Yeah. According to Sky Bet, so I personally feel that that would potentially be um, a good bet. Um, but you know, again, being a betting man. So um, and the rest of the card is absolute dog shite. Yeah, they haven't managed to do a great. Uh so basically what they've done the is they've just it. they've just fucking sold it on this one fight yeah. so holly holmes fighting raquel pennington meh that alexi olenek is fighting morris green meh claudia gadeja alex alexa grasso meh uh, uh, pettis anthony pettis diego ferreria meh and then it's just meh 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 yeah nothing really to set the world on fire so me personally i will not be staying up to watch it as i think we all know by now i will be going to bed and then getting up first thing on sunday morning and downloading it from a perfectly legal download source and then watching it on sunday morning so that's it. My hat is firmly in the Conor McGregor camp, and I would say your hat is not a cowboy hat, and it's not a cowboy hat. Like I say, that's no disrespect to cowboy. I'm a big, big cowboy fan. I just think that you know, if all of these ducks are in a row like they look like they are, then uh, we think that it, it will be a Conor McGregor win. So let us know what you think mm. before, and what we'll do is we're going to post a poll on the Facebook page and we'll share the fuck out of that and we'll try and get as many people voting on it as possible. Yeah. So, um, so let us know what you think about the Connor Cowboy fight before Saturday by telephone or text on 07510 You can uh, email us on theoilcheck at hotmail.com and all forms of social media at theoilcheck. So that's Facebook page, The Oil Check. That's an Instagram and Twitter at The Oil Check. Um, you can contact me directly, Andy Sledge, on Facebook, Andy Sledge. Um, Twitter at Andy Sledge and Instagram at Andy.Sledge and yourself Joe I am on Facebook Joe Pennick and Twitter at Joe Pennick and I'm not on Instagram that's because you're a massive bender okay so that is all we have time for this week we hope you have enjoyed the episode like I say this is the Happy New Year episode so we're all, we hope you're all having a Happy New Year and we will be back next week hopefully to bask in the glory of my prediction of Conor McGregor knocking out Donald Cerrone We'll but see what happens. we shall see what happens but like I say we're going to post a poll up please vote on the poll please uh, contact us like I say social media at the oil check email the oil check at hotmail.com and by telephone or text on 07510 and until next week keep finger on those arseholes and we will see you later <laughs>